0: Beer, sports, join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer, from the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States, over to you boys.
1: Hey everybody, hey what's good with you, hey Sean and Brad guys, Beer Sports, uh, season 2 episode 16, here we are Sean still with his background, so it looks a little fuzzy but
2: good to see your face my friend how are you i'm good man you know what i'm just gonna do without the background it's it's annoying i think i don't know
1: yeah i don't know either i don't know i would say we'll just keep it to myself hey look there you you are
2: yeah you were pretty you're pretty nice you're pretty nice to me that's not to do that it it just looks barren right now because we're getting ready to move so yeah trying to hide that Yeah. yeah Just embrace <laughs> yeah. it. Embrace it. Yeah.
1: It's like you're trying to buy a t-shirt that's too big for you. Like everyone knows what's going on. That barely happens, but <laughs> when it does, it is embarrassing. Just saying, you're just trying to hide something. We all know. Like, you see the guy in the street with a big t-shirt on. And like hey, bro, we all know you're fat.
0: <laughs> we <don't> know
1: <laughs> the only time that ever works is if you're cold and like you, it's, it's a sweatshirt. Like you can wear a size larger sweatshirt to be a little bit better with the layering.
2: But, like, yeah. You can't yeah. wear The
1: bigger t-shirt.
2: No, Ugh. I I have, I have one that's like that though. But to be, I'm going to give myself a little slack, a little, little slack here. But we bought that one shirt there because it was, I think the only socks that was left. And I'm like, I need to have it. No. Yeah, but now it's just a pajama top. <laughs>
1: and just cut the sleeves off and just embrace it. Just be a
2: big flowy summertime shirt. That's fine.
1: Like what you think. I've got a uh, a sweatshirt that I wear uh, to sporting events because I can wear another sweatshirt underneath it and then put a jersey over it. So I wear it to, like, football games in December. You know, so you still – because that's the hard part about, you know, December football games is your jersey out.
2: You're in the Pacific Northwest. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's a hard part. Yeah, you got to have two sweatshirts on. Uh I'll give you that. Not, not cold enough for a
1: sweatshirt and a coat. You got to go two sweatshirts.
2: <laughs> true enough. True I'm enough. It's cold.
1: I'm just saying it's big. But I remember being uh, at a playoff game and somebody beat us. I don't remember what it was. I remember yeah. it, was playoff game. it was whatever. And the guy wow. was coming by with their fan, and he was like, uh, "This is back when I was actually, you know, had some size, some decent size to me." Yeah. And he walked by and was like, hey, bro, next time, buddy. And, like, patted me, like, on the chest. And I felt him touch my peck and was, like, his eyes got real big. He's like, I'm really sorry. Like, I just tell, like, he thought that I was heavy. Like, I was fatter than I was. I'll never forget that look in his eye. It was, it was like, all of a sudden was panic. of like, oh, no.
2: Like, I just grew up a man. rubbed a man. <laughs> but is it, is, it, is it a chubby guy a man, too? Is he not?
1: Yeah, but it's less gropey when it's, like, not...
2: You know, yeah I don't I don't get it though yeah it's true like you feel like you have I'm licenses not, I'm not
1: saying it's right or wrong I'm just yeah. telling you what happened like I don't you know
2: because I've been on both sides of the fence
1: yeah
2: I've been really in great shape and uh, I've let myself go. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and it is two separate ways that they treat you. Yep. Other yep. men weird. it's yeah. weird it's crazy. I don't can't believe we're having this conversation. But. I don't know
1: why you think we wouldn't have this conversation. <laughs> we're both on that side of the fence. We know what's going on. It that's, is, it. that's it.
2: They're like, hey, <laughs> there's that there's that side where it's like, oh, oh my, uh, I made a real mistake. You feel like granite. Yeah. Then there's a, there's that side where it's like, oh, you're soft. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let, me, let me comfort yes, myself. No, no,
1: both, both ways are wrong. You shouldn't stop touching me. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's the moral of
2: the story. <laughs> don't touch but, me. <laughs> yeah, and that's just
1: the thing. Yeah, it's man. There's people all over the place. That that's how it works. Like, you know, I, I learned it early. Like, I was like, oh, that's you know, like you are like you groped, but it's not like you know. I don't want to say groped. Gropes not the right word.
2: No, but you it's true it? though. It's true. When it's another man, he is kind of groping another but even man. Even if it's not that. though, even
1: if it's not, you ever had a girl grope you?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, not.
1: not below the belt but like
2: no no up above and they're like
1: like well, holy, your arm
2: yeah like, yeah doing like i could <laughs>
1: not do this to you yeah exactly stop touching me <laughs> like they they do take liberties yeah you know you wanted i'm like no no I, I don't and i don't want you to touch me
2: and you just sit there and awkwardly like no.
1: What
2: are you gonna do? Sean? That's, that's <laughs> it, right. What are you gonna do? <laughs> that look on your face, your eyes are a little closed. Yeah, yeah. Your mouth is like just a little open, and you're like, well, it's, always like a it's always smile. the
1: squeeze. It's always the squeeze by. You got to be like in a tight spot, right? Yeah. And then you know someone goes by and they just catch your arm
2: and then they, you get the little I'm like <laughs> okay, I am guilty of doing that though. I like I like doing that though. I I, I am I I let you
1: know or strangers.
2: Well, if I'm meeting somebody for the first time, I'll sneak it in with a handshake, and then a <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's fine. About, like, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like a handshake, and an you grab that arm. So yeah, you yeah, that, just feel you can that, feel that, like you know. Okay. That's okay. That, that I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like you know, you're in a situation where you're passing in a hallway, you know, and they're trying to well, no, I'm not <laughs> no. And they just make contact and give you a little, like, there's no, hello, how you do? And there's just a straight, beep. like, that's just, you know.
2: <laughs> that reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where George was going to get that job as a bra salesman and just starts touching the dress there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. Me,
1: uh, in restaurants, I'll be sitting there just, you know, whatever. And someone will come up and pull the sleeve of my shirt up. Because, oh, I just want to see more of your tattoo. Well, that's aggressive! This is an art gallery. What are you doing here? Like
2: back, you no. Know? You loved every second of it. <laughs> I like hugs on my terms. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's I hear had, you. That's creepier than I wanted it to. It's down to just the way it had to sound, there, Brett.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't mind the contact. I don't have. I used to have more problems with personal space, but now with all these kids running around, like I don't have any personal space issues. You can, yeah. Right, it's whatever i don't have any personal
2: space man hey why don't you give a shout out to
1: our sponsors sponsors yeah hey last night you know uh nikki and i went on a date you know as we're prone to do these days and the world's opening back up uh went and saw fast and furious nine because that's what we do we go see those movies as far-fetched as they are uh but afterwards we went and had dinner at flyers. And so, uh, shout out to flyers for always being great to us, being our good sponsor corner of 20 and, um, uh, Avenue here in Oakar, Washington. Hey, uh, man, they were crazy busy. It was awesome to see. That's good to see. Uh, That's good to hear you know, our, our good friend, Tony was in there. And I got to talk with Tony for a little bit. Tony's the head brewmaster at flyers and, uh, you know, some of that we really enjoy, but, um, I was reminded last night that I don't know that I've made this uh, talk here, but you know Tony's not only a brewmaster, an award national award-winning brewmaster, right? Crafts these amazing beers. He's also the head varsity uh, girls soccer coach for the local college here.
2: Yeah, you brought that uh, up very briefly one time. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he was talking. We were talking about recruiting last night. And he's got games going on, and you know Tony just puts in work just for you know the love of the game, and uh, it was cool to talk to him about you know, that and business and business has really been picking up and, you know, so it's good. We have, you know, there's, they have some staffing issues like every restaurant does, which is crazy to hear, but yeah. Uh, the staff they have is fantastic high character folks. So food was wonderful. Drink was wonderful as always. So thanks Tony for your hospitality. We appreciate you folks. Go see Flyers brewery
2: and uh yeah.
1: Awesome. Hey, uh, big awesome. sh- yeah, go ahead.
2: No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and then
1: Sean, you know, we also have a Smooth My Balls, folks, right? That's the uh, the other side of the deal. So, folks, www.smoothmyballs.com slash guys for sports, get you 15% off. Go check out their inventory, get them done. Get yourself a routine, fellas and ladies. Listen, yeah. Fellas, every time you get your haircut, get all your haircut. You know what I mean? Make you a happier person. Summertime, you know, oh, yeah. you got to be clean, right? Just do it for yourself. Don't do it for anyone else in your life. Do it for you. If other people enjoy
2: it, then it's cool. But just uh yeah, you yeah. don't you want any night. Turkish you delight.
1: Stride, right? You have a little better stride in your stuff when you're the, all put together.
2: Absolutely. You don't good. want any Turkish, no Turkish delight, no, no anything like that. Yeah. Slash. Got to get it right. it's Got to get it right.
1: <laughs> keep it right. Keep it tight, kids.
2: I like it. Yeah. Man. Um, Hey, when were you going to mention that I am the prognosticator of the NHL? And I was close with the Islanders. I was—I called it seven games. It was a one-nothing victory for Tampa. Congratulations, Tampa Bay! But I got it right, nail on the head. Montreal in six over Vegas. Well,
1: I mean, it's easy when you're just picking every round, and then you're wrong, and you're wrong. I mean, it, you know. Trash cans get steak every once in a while.
2: Wow. Wow. Listen, man. Um <laughs> trash cans get steak every once. In a while. I love it. Um <laughs> listen, I got it right because I've been watching the Canadians play. And and nobody gave the North Division a chance. And now, now you guys have to have a look at the North Division, the way that we play the hockey. Yeah. Americans that's exactly what I'm saying when I'm saying you guys
1: like I haven't picked them in every series they've been in this year
2: oh no you have yeah including the first one which hurts so much Brad that hurts so much
1: it's hard for you to say that you're the the guy that picks the winners when clearly of the two of us
2: (laughs) no you picked Vegas though at seven you picked Vegas at seven
1: did I no? I said I want I don't know that I waited in after game one. I said I wanted to see how game one
2: went. That's so true. You did say that. And then it was Reed that said, that's right. Uh, it's it's gonna be that's gonna be Vegas. Yeah. Well, he just went the opposite way of what he wanted to go. I know. I know. Well, as I stated, great hockey it's been fantastic hockey. I've been blown away by both series. Except for that 8-0 game, uh, the rest of the games oh, have been closed. You
1: know, that brings me to a point. This is what's going to be my one-on-one question, but let's just get all the way right now because it's more sports. Than no,
2: no, no. It. Save it. Save it. Save it for well,
1: the It's more. It, we can talk about it now because it was a big deal. All right. Okay. Is and it, it, This is sports in general, right? When your team is getting blown out, do you see a shutout? as better than a single score so like think about football like a 35 three game or an eight say it's an eight one game in hockey Mm -hmm. or you know something like that or it's you got zeroed which one as a fan would you be happier with
2: i'd be happy with neither but i understand what you're trying to get at you gotta take one then it's got to be the one score yeah. You just break that shot out at least, right? Yeah, but
1: here's here's what I thought about when I was watching it. I'm watching this shellacking, right? Yeah. That Tampa's putting on them. And I'm watching the last three minutes because, you know, I just, there was nothing else on. So, Whoa. But they were trying. <laughs> well, 8 nothing game in hockey is. Yeah, thing. it's true. It's over. Yeah. But I also watched the 49 nothing games in football. You're just watching for plays, right? You're watching yeah. for these moments of whatever. And they were still trying to defend so hard. You know what I mean? And I thought, man, I think I would rather be shut out than have a single point scored because that means the other team didn't care enough to try anymore. Right. Yeah.
2: I, 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 like, I like the way you're thinking on that because it's true. If you're up eight nothing, why are you even trying on defense? But it, it does speak a testament to what Tampa Bay has been doing out there. And New York Islanders, they were that dark horse team going in. Um, Same thing with the Habs. I mean, dark horse team all the way.
1: Cool that we still get an underdog, right? I mean, no one – even the people we know in that Montreal fan base didn't think that this
2: team – Oh, no. They thought thought that the Leafs were going to beat them, like, within six. And, you know – the very fact that they're here now should state that uh, this is how important goaltending is, and I don't think we've seen goaltending like this in a long time, in a long, long time. I, I haven't seen a goaltending performance like this in Smarty Berdura. Yeah,
1: you can apologize to him. To who? To the goaltender. Which one? Just goaltenders in general because you were like, oh, the star of your team can't be your goals. Oh,
2: all I never time? I never said that. I never said that. I said it takes good goaltending to win the Stanley Cup.
1: You did not say that. You're like, if you're I sh- you said if your best player is a goaltender, you've got real problems. That's what you said.
2: I'm going to have to listen on this one here, Brad. I say a lot of things. All I'm right. going to take your word on this. I'm going to take your word on this. I love, I
1: love this. It that you're at least acknowledging you say a lot of things. <laughs>
2: Take your word on this. I have
1: a lot of bad takes, so I'm just going <laughs> to
2: have to go back and listen.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the thing is, is that, you know, it does start with your goaltending and then comes out, right? But it's true that if you can't put the puck in the net, like, you know, look at Roberto Luongo. He was on Florida for so long. He had one of the best save percentages in the NHL, yet one of the worst goals against averages because he was getting pelted every night. Yeah. So, okay, you're getting 40 shots and you let in three goals you got a great save percentage, but man, oh man, it's like.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that just goes again. And you're talking about analytics now at this point. Right. And to look at numbers, I'm talking about just like straight talent, right? Like if your goaltender is the best goaltender, Mm.
2: you've got to have a shot. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the other thing is too, is like, I don't know, Mark Bergevin, I I have whatever, like, I mean, he's not my GM, um, but he's going to be extended in Montreal just because of what happened here. But heck, have a look at that. He's mixing old players with young players and he's getting really great results. Um, well, you
1: mean he's bringing old veteran leadership to help the young guys know how to win?
2: Yeah. But the, here's the thing is yeah. that the Leafs, maybe the maybe Leafs did it true. the wrong way. The Leafs brought in the wrong veterans. Mm, maybe. It's true. Cause Corey yeah, Perry. I
1: still, I still think if tomorrow doesn't go down, it's a different series,
2: but. Oh no. Yeah. I, I think so too. But um you know, even if he's just limited, right?
1: Even if he's just able to suit and get on the bench, like and play limited minutes, I still think that
2: series is maybe a little different. Maybe, maybe. That was a I, I just thought
1: a of, two, of two teams, right there.
2: Yeah. Well, I just thought, what a stroke of genius for the Montreal Canadiens to have those youngsters sit out the first couple of games and then insert them in. Yeah. And just to have and them. Their coaching is big,
1: right? But it's it's interesting that like you know in a lot of sports um and hockey hasn't always fit this box for me it's like the best player doesn't matter doesn't should matter the position of the best player and coaching matters right you know the adjustments they make and you know that's what Montreal's doing their best player is not the traditional best player but he's still phenomenal and killing it and then that coach is making such in-game adjustments or just in series adjustments
2: man it's he's not he's not even on the sidelines he's uh sitting at home right now all Maybe isolated
1: spot. who was remember that happened in cleveland
2: yeah yeah yeah. stefanski
1: got, you know caught with the covid and the coach from the basement you know
2: yeah that was quick though man like <laughs> he was there and then he was back in for the next series this is like 2 weeks uh ducharme's got to sit out there it's crazy
1: well it it is happened to be the time remember he got he got through the bye week so he just missed the one game but he was oh like
2: true that. true you're right yeah
1: Everything's a product of the schedule.
2: Did you hear what, uh, apparently from what I'm understanding, I guess it was the uh, GM of Vegas and Dominic Ducharme, the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens, were having supper somewhere and uh, they both got the COVID. (laughs) What's going on there?
1: (laughs) Why are you even having dinner with that guy? I mean, that's just the thing.
0: Mm.
1: Anyways. Hey, let's talk about My Seattle Kraken. Like how I segue her into that. I like it. You
2: just took it and ran you just ran with it. Yeah.
1: Tell me right about this new coach that we hired. I, I see that he's a product of the Toronto system, so I need to know who it is.
2: You know I haven't even had a look at that. I gotta be honest with you. I've been busy. Yeah.
1: It's my fifth favorite sport. Why are we talking I know.
2: about it? Well, see, so he had a little kraken. Uh, Come on. John. Man, well
1: you want me to come in and save you, or are you going to, have to look it up while we're talking?
2: I'm looking him up here. Oh, Dave Haxtell. Okay. Go on. Wow. Wow, he's your head coach, eh? Yeah. Dave Haxtell. Interesting. What has he done?
1: Well, he turned North Dakota into a perennial powerhouse in college. There you go. And he went and worked for the Flyers for a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of playoff runs. I see that. Maybe and they got yeah. bounced out his third year. He was maybe your defensive coordinator, if that's a thing, in Toronto for a handful of years.
2: Probably working for the defensemen. Yeah.
1: yeah,
2: yeah. You know, well, I don't know how here is the thing: is that these, like, it's good. It's good that you guys went a whole different way, really, too. So that's that's excellent. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, a lot of these guys, when they end up coming in there uh, the second time around, they learned from their first times. And then, yeah. Well, I mean, more. look at what happened. I mean, you know, it's again, it's football, but,
1: you know, Belichick has that story. Pete Carroll has that story. I mean, how many yeah. coaches have a story where they weren't good in their first stint? They go and explore other things, then come back and, you know. Yeah better for it
2: well i think i mean that's great for you guys uh at least you have a coach that's good Uh, room on the
1: bandwagon let's see who they get
2: oh you already have a lot of leafs fan that jumped over there
1: (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, there's there's, i mean it's crazy to watch like the the seattle fan base already clamoring you know tj oshi is rumored to be on the move out of the Washington to come to maybe back to Seattle, but I say back to Seattle, he was born in Mount Vernon. Right. And so right. so, uh, you know, which is close to me, uh, but close to Seattle area. So he'd be a, a bit of a homecoming for that boy. And he played, you know, young hockey here until he was, they realized, oh man, we got a generational talent. Right. Or i do not generational, but we have a real talent. And they moved to Wisconsin. So you play hockey, high school, uh, hockey there. You know, and there's a couple of big names. Man, the more that I pay attention to this expansion draft, like the more I think that you're right that Seattle's going to be loaded
2: for the first three years. Yeah. And then you have to worry about contracts after that. Yeah. It's management. That's it. But yeah, no. uh, Seattle's going to be in good. It's like Vegas right now, right? It's like they're going to be in good company altogether. Um, What was I looking
1: Come on through. Like who wins the cup first? Do you think it's Seattle or?
2: Toronto Wouldn't that be uh, Seattle or Toronto? What? <laughs> man, oh man, this like, is just. Wouldn't
1: that be stuff? Wait, hold on, hold on, wait. I'm not agreeing to this. What are you asking me to agree to? The
2: world. <laughs> Where did that come from? Holy crap! Competitive nature. I tell you. Oh man. um What about Cole Caulfield? It's so funny. You're you're mentioning Wisconsin. It just popped up in my head. JJ Watt is uh because he's a ex Badger as well, yeah. and he's wearing he's wearing a Caulfield jersey. And uh, he's played fifty eight games altogether this season. So this is including his NCAA. He was just playing, yeah, in the NCAA Championships, not even that long ago, like in January. Yeah. So NCAA World Juniors and NHL. He has forty one goals in fifty eight games. Unbelievable. This. Kid is unbelievable. Um, And now you're talking about TJ Oshi being a Badger coming over to Seattle, which I think is a great move if they do that. Yeah. Yeah, i would be interesting to see. I'm already going to hate the Seattle Kraken. They've taken so many. They pilfered so many Maple Leafs fans. Uh, people are going to be there going, I'm a Kraken fan. It's like, oh, my goodness.
1: Well, I'm not pilfering anybody. I mean, that's your own organizational failure because they're going to the open restaurant doesn't mean they like the restaurant you know what i mean that's the thing like
2: i don't know they must think the food's
1: better there goes daisy wow it speaks more to your fan base than does the mine. like there's no one to pilfer there's no reason to pilfer right that's just the thing they're like okay
2: expansion is better than what we have
1: and that's a really sad place to be as a fan base
2: okay let me let me tell you this story here quickly uh so here i am as most people know, my uh, my father passed away this past Monday. Um, so I had to go to uh, where he was over there. And uh, lots of family over there. And one of my cousins is married to this one really heavy-duty Habs fan. Eh? Hey, Rich, how you doing? Anyways, Rich tells me he was born in 1967. And when the priest got a hold of him, he told his parents that as long as this kid is alive, the Maple Leafs will never win another Stanley Cup. So he said that in front of me, to me. And I'm like, well, Rich, I have to kill you at some point. (laughs) Wow. Love you, Rich. I'm not going to kill you. I don't believe in it. But that was like That put a smile on my face. I was like, really?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Rich's dad's a real fan to make up something about a priest saying some shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. I know. I know. This is how deep the hate is, too, between the the habs and the Leafs. It's been fascinating
1: to watch, though, because you know I have a decent amount of – Canadian friends, you know, consider, compared to the typical American, right? We right. got a we got a pretty good, you know, smorgasbord of Canadian friends. Really, I mean, or really yeah. friends, like who yeah. I know for real. And then watching my Facebook uh, and Instagram turn to Canadians fans when I know that they're not. <laughs> all these Canuck fans, and these Toronto fans, and all these other fans of these other teams. You know, now it's like, it's like the Blue Jays all over again. Like, <laughs> you know, Montreal West over here. I love it. <laughs> I just, man, I want it. Like, I want to get behind it, but like, I just can't like.
2: Well, for me, it's easy because it's the last Canadian team left. So, of course, I'm going to cheer very reluctantly. That,
1: like, no one else feels that way here, though, right? Like, we're like, yeah. oh, it's the last American team in hockey. Like.
2: I mean, you guys have like we only have seven teams. It's like there's 32 teams that are gonna be
1: happening. Know, it's not a nat- national sport. Maybe be different if it was football. Like it would be yeah, you know, yeah. something, but it's not. It's just not like yeah. <laughs> I don't know Toronto why ends up going to the World Series and still never like U.S. versus Canada. It's just whatever that fan. Oh, in Canada is. it is. <laughs> I know it's what well, it always is right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But it's just Toronto West in some regards. You know. Yeah. Uh, but it's always fascinating to me, like how quickly the you know the allegiance is turned.
2: Uh. <laughs> I like the what 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 caught on here in Canada is like all these national monuments everywhere being lit up in the uh, halves colors. It's like Niagara Falls. <laughs> Man, um, no, I've been I'm I'm excited. Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, the uh, Stanley Cup itself playoffs starts Monday so i'm excited it's yeah, going to be great yeah yeah
1: so, so, so which maybe gives montreal a bit of an advantage right an extra day or two of rest. extra day
2: or two of rest yeah yeah totally
1: who's the uh who ends up being this is how i am who's the top uh who has home fi- home ice advantage home well
2: advantage. it would be tampa tampa's got home ice advantage they had considering already. that montreal is the 18th entering yeah, into the you know yeah.
1: how it works you know, sometimes, yeah. In baseball, it's silly, right? It's whoever wins the all star game, or
2: right, right? Yeah, yeah, no, there's none of that. It's a yeah, uh, it's it's number one, yeah. It was you know, whoever ate the most, poutine. or whatever.
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bad. hey, I am neglecting a whole nother uh playoffs that's been happening there in the association. Yeah, let's jump over to that. My yeah, goodness.
1: Trey Young is a man. I I don't know that I've had as much fun watching uh, a player in quite some time. Trey Young is doing amazing things. Like he's not a superstar yet, but he's for sure a star. Like who knew? Who thought Atlanta would be in the Eastern Conference Finals? Race I don't think
2: Atlanta. anybody. I don't think it was anybody that would have been don't able. Oh, I know
1: Hawks fans that didn't think they'd get this one. Yeah,
2: yeah. And they look good. They look good against the Bucks man, too. He,
1: is, he feels a lot like a young Iverson to me. Yeah right when you talk about stature and just like heart and you know just the penchant for big shots like he's you know well
2: here's he the thing goal,
1: is- taking contact playing yeah deep. When you see him dean up be honest on a switch that he had no biz being in and then trying to back him down and trey young having no fear and man i just i i love everything about him. i i have a really hard time with uh oklahoma sports because of bob stoops like bob stoops ruined oklahoma sports for me right Bob Soups, the coach from the early late '90s or 2000s, right? Atrocious person in my opinion. Uh, so it's tainted me for all Oklahoma sports. But man, Trey Young has turned the tide for me.
0: It's, mm-hmm. uh,
2: it's yeah, a lot of it's fun been, to watch. It's been amazing, right? Because like after watching the Bucks in the in the Nets, which was. The, it was a great series. I mean, honestly, would it have gone 7 games? You had Kyrie Irving in there and James Harden and everybody all playing together? I don't know. But I yeah. do. And the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: do Kyrie doesn't make a difference in a game
2: that. Comes he sure does. Absolutely twice? he does. Yeah. Kyrie
1: Irving doesn't push
2: you over so you don't go to overtime. Come on. No. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I I I think it would have been a different thing. I think the Bucks is a two-trick two-trick pony. Uh,
1: so here's the thing. Uh, Giannis, as great as Giannis is individually, is not a superstar nor a leader. Because no. you know who doesn't touch the ball in the last five minutes of a game when it matters? Giannis.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. That's Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Those are the two that are getting the ball. and they, They're running plays for those two. Well, They're not trying to post Giannis up. They're not giving him the ball. It's not free throws. I mean, his free throws are atrocious, but that's not why. He makes terrible decisions. He turns the ball over when it matters.
2: And he'll take five steps to the net. Yeah. I mean, to me, he's unreliable Giannis... unreliable in crunch time. He's unreliable yeah. in crunch time. He's, well, he's unreliable all game. He just... Yeah. Because he gets well, the ball so much.
1: Yes, that's a great point. But when it really matters, when it's going to shoot you in the foot, when you need a bucket, Giannis ain't your guy.
2: Yeah. Like, he just gets the ball a lot. That's why he gets a lot of
1: points. Because he have yeah, a look. It's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. It's the same way, I feel like he won MVP the same way that James Harden did. And, like, the MVP is more tainted in the nba than it is in any other
2: sport i think
1: because it's about production and not about who actually is the most valuable player
2: yeah yeah i mean i figured to myself you could stop those two middleton and uh Giannis, you got a even, good chance
1: even if you just stop one of them you stop middleton or holiday and let Giannis go like that's true let Giannis have 45 and they're still going to get a loss
2: yeah okay and 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 the thing is, I mean, I felt (laughs) – I was watching Kevin Durant's last shot there in game seven trying to go for it. So there's two times, right? The one that his foot was on the three-point line. Yep. And he, uh, you know, he just missed it. He was still on the two-point line.
1: He wears a size bigger shoe on the court than he does in actual
2: life. Wow. Well, I'm sure he's kicking himself now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He took that shot. It was just a tie game. And then after that, in the overtime, when he's trying to go for that other three-pointer, it's just an air ball. and I'm like, "Oh man, you can't! Put, yeah, you cast. can't put that much onto one man." It's like
1: playing 52 minutes a night is rough, you know. But well, that's Scottie what
2: happens. That now, when I look at the Clippers, remember I was telling you early in the seas uh, in the series, like early in the playoffs, there that I thought Kawhi had that same look on his face. Like yeah. what he's determined, I'm going to bring a championship here. Yeah. But then it's ACL goes, and I'm there going, man, how are they still in this series? Because it's like Paul George is playing. I I, I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Paul George
1: is a bit bipolar as a player. Yeah, that's all the way I can see it. You know, he's just never on. He's or he's never consistent. He's either. Yeah very difficult
2: well do you remember last year in the bubble where he said he was having mental issues and stuff like that and like he was having a hard time dealing with the stress and everything and and now it's like what's going on i he's have a hard time dealing with the stress yeah I got
0: it. <laughs> you know not a big
1: lot of mental issues like no no thing. we all get it but like man don't say it's because of the bubble maybe you just got an issue maybe it's your problem
2: yeah yeah I, I hear that.
1: It'd be fascinating to watch whoever comes out. I mean, I think – I mean, I really think that the Bucks are probably the champion. Yeah. Of the four that's left. I don't know who's going to do it. Whoever comes out of the West is going to be so beaten up and, you know, tired. Is you know, Chris Atlanta, Paul in Atlanta? Yeah, Chris Paul's back. And I think you know there was a bit of a hitch in game three because Chris Paul was back and they hadn't had him for a couple of games. I think they'll be back to, you know. But I still think that series goes seven. You know, I think game one for Atlanta was a fluke. I think they came out and just punched Milwaukee in the mouth. But ultimately, I think that, you know, Milwaukee has more horses than Atlanta does. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. You know, so I think the Bucks probably close their series out in five, and then, you know, the other one goes seven, and then the Bucks just kind of walk through whoever comes out of the West. Because that's still the thing. I mean, you know, Giannis is going to put his points up, but you're not going to stop. Middleton and Holiday. And just all the other players, right? I mean, Robert Lopez is playing out of his mind this year. Completely right. And he's just remade himself, you know, consistent with that little corner three. Is that Robert or Brooke? Is it Brooke Lopez? or? I think it's Robin is in Milwaukee and playing. Okay. It is Lopez brothers.
2: (laughs) I don't don't know that Brooks is there still. He was there last year for sure, but I don't know that he's anywhere right now. Got it. Man, it's been it's been interesting. Like uh seeing the Bucks go on to the conference finals again. I mean, they really have the better chance, the best chance to finally win a championship, first one since Kareem. Uh yeah. it'll be something. Mo- I think Milwaukee will go nuts. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Like they'll go nuts. It was interesting to watch
1: how crazy that fan base was in game seven against Brooklyn. They're all outside. Well, you know watching kind of going crazy
2: oh yeah
1: it's cool to see yeah you know yeah you know I, I have a certain affection for
2: small market teams so no no for sure and then but that's the thing is all these teams are kind of small market teams phoenix the clippers hawks they used to be come on now Their they the second to fiddle in a small market team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Clippers are the little brother, but they're in a big, you know, a
2: big big market. market. Yeah. Well, look at Phoenix, though. I mean, it's something yeah. right now. Uh, who's the only champions out of here? Really? I mean, you know, previous championships: Atlanta and Milwaukee. Right? That's that's it. I can't oh. remember when the Clippers won. No, the Clippers did win, but I can't remember when. And Phoenix Clippers, never won the NBA. Clippers is
1: never, the, Clippers never won the
2: Clippers never won. Never won, eh? conference
1: finals. This is the yeah. first time in 50 years that they've been to the conference finals.
2: Crazy. That's
1: crazy to even think. Jeez. Yeah, that's wild. They've never won. I don't know that Phoenix has won. I don't believe. They've never won. No. The so no. Barkley era didn't win. And no. Nash era didn't win. So, I yeah. can't imagine that
2: they ever have. But. And the Bucks was Kareem before he went to Los, Los Angeles. Yeah. And the Hawks, I believe, won one. Before and yeah,
1: but it's all so old. Like it's going to be yeah, yeah.
2: But, yeah. No, it's it's been it's been great. Uh, it's great not to see LeBron in the finals for the first time in a while. It's yeah, great not it's to see Golden fun. State.
1: Yeah, it's a fun. Yeah, you know, I have less of a uh, anti rooting stance than I have before.
2: Which is yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, it's fun. yeah, just watching basketball. It's, it it's makes been it nice.
1: Yeah, uh, mm. you know we don't famously don't talk much about baseball here because it's the season's so long. We'll talk about it as the postseason picks up, but uh, Tatis and Otani are both having phenomenal things happen in the regular season right now. And yeah. so I hope that you're paying attention to it. Cause it's absolutely crazy. I know it's the West coast and it happens late for you, but man, you've got to see what they're doing. Like it's
2: generational stuff. I'm looking at them. I'm looking at Vladdy Guerrero Jr.
1: The T's hit three home runs in four innings last night.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. How many home runs does he have so far? I don't know. I don't keep track of, any of that stuff. Uh, looking at uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr., I he think he's and, over 23 right yeah, now. Yeah, I think
1: him and, and Vladdy are going to be – I mean, they're going for the home run title those two, right?
2: Yeah. And, like, here's the thing. is that Nobody's paying attention. Yeah, he's up to 25 now. Nobody's paying attention – to uh, the Vladdy and the Blue Jays because you do have Tatis and you do have uh Otani doing Ohtani great with
1: people it. out and hitting four and six feet
2: yeah. bombs,
1: man. Like,
2: mm-hmm. it's what doing
1: is other, is otherworldly, like it's something that in our generation It
2: is because he's a pitcher too, right? It's never like...
1: seen, never seen. <laughs>
2: And I remember watching it. It is crazy to see that, you know. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been it's been an interesting season. I'm glad it's a full 162 games. I'm glad we're going to see the whole thing go out, and uh, it's, it's going to be interesting.
1: I kind of like it being condensed and being. I, I know the players. I'm sure don't like it, and we'll probably see some injuries that we shouldn't see. But as of just a fan, like man, yeah, yeah, I love it being so much. So many games back to back to back to back to back.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. No, I've been paying attention. Uh, I haven't been talking. We haven't been talking about it on the podcast because, I mean, otherwise, it's like so many teams talk about. And it's like, but uh, the Jays look solid. Um, Pirates is nice to see the Pirates are back again, man. It's like, yeah. nice to see them doing that. Even the Giants, is the thing, too. Are
1: those guys that are running around that are, I mean, even our Mariners were like three games above 500. Mm hmm. Which doesn't I know. sound like much for most people, but listen—no, in the West, in June, <laughs> you're going into July, and the Mariners are above 500. Like, man, we've not seen this season in 20 years.
2: Man, it's gonna be—it's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be sweet just yeah. to watch the postseason happening there too. It's too yeah, bad of not going back to that extended postseason. It's—it's yeah. it's back to the that made wild, it,
0: right?
1: That—that that that was a lot like the NBA doing their thing and expanding the postseason. So the seeds, right, to 10. Uh, but it's nice, though, because you get that a little bit of extra, a little yeah. bit of extra whatever in your. Yeah. Listen, the playing games for the NBA were amazing this year. Oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah. I've seen LeBron and Steph play to see who goes to the playhouse. Like, it's awesome. Yep. Absolutely I agree. Awesome. Yeah. I love uh-huh. seeing elimination stuff. That's why I love football so much and why I love the NCAA basketball tournament.
2: Is single elimination is where it's at for me. I just think, man, like there's so much that rides on it. um I hear what you're saying because you yeah, know you I, could have.
1: I understand the need for series. Yeah, I fully do. Yeah, right? yeah. that's fine. But what I'm, I enjoy the single elimination. That's oh, why yeah. I love Game Seven so much. Right, yeah. like because it is. That's that's I mean, I now have you're yeah. the same. Die or go
2: home mentality.
1: It's just good sport.
2: Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, that, and that is why I think we love football so much, is because of that. Yeah, I, can't like, I can't wait for football season. Yeah. Uh, it's right around the corner, brother. It's right around the corner. There's nothing it's to be but, but stressed
1: about. We're at about. the spot where, if you, yeah, we're at a spot where, like, all the GMs and coaches are super nervous right now. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have any control. Like, mini camps broke, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So now you've got, like, three or four weeks before training camp kind of starts to ramp up again. And this is, like, where all the players are going to go. You've got three weeks of freedom.
2: We um, mentioned it on this podcast, man. It's like players now have a lot more control over their uh I, just mean, I don't even mean that. I just mean like you've got guys that are
1: gonna go bomb out and show their ass potentially and end up in court or you know, <laughs> jail or whatever else, you know, like every GM's not sleeping while well waiting for the phone ring in the middle of the night because they had to go bail so and so out of the, you know, whatever they were doing. There's always some knucklehead, right? I don't want to say knucklehead; it's not even my right word. But there's always some player that makes an egregious decision this time of year. And yeah, usually like, oh, so and so was involved in a bar fight at two fifty in the morning. You're like, man. But yeah. Then again, I remember being twenty three years old and I didn't have millions of dollars, so it's hard to talk about. I don't what
0: know. I do.
2: I like I like what the NHL does with the youngsters. Is like they they keep them. Usually with a veteran player, they stay with the family and everything like that until they're 21 or something like that. So they have some sort of...
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about guys that are like 21, 24. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's the thing, is that in football...
2: Yeah. yeah. They start a little... This is the wife question of the week. Hey, uh, I got a uh, wife question of the week here. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Thanks to Joe for carrying us in this segment. Cause... <laughs> I'm terrible remember about remembering Nan's <laughs> Nikki. So the wife question of the week, and uh I liked it. I'd like to get your thoughts on it. It's like you
1: already looked at it?
2: Uh she mentioned it to me, yeah, and uh because she said it was gonna be a tough one, so she, she told me beforehand. But uh, the Very wife good. question Yeah. So it's uh how important are fathers when it comes to sports?
1: um yeah I don't, I don't know I don't know that there's a good answer for that I don't know that it matters as much I think that uh, anybody can uh, fill that role I, I know I know some moms that are great mm-hmm. in sports in in pushing their kids to be better and uh yeah, I think that just a good parent is essential for uh, that. I don't necessarily know that that's a role of a father or a
2: mother. I think it's a personality. I think, yeah. I, I think that the mother can do Look, You look at LeBron, right? There's a, yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. I mean, that's a, yeah, we can been
1: that thing out a little bit. But uh, I mean, just really, like, I, I know some moms that are just know how to motivate their kids. You watch them for the sidelines. I don't know parents across the board either can motivate their kids not take an interest in their kids or be detrimental to their kids There's yeah definitely a spectrum of things that can happen um I think that you know if you have two committed uh parents to a sport I think that that child is probably you know ahead of his contemporaries but um yeah that's an interesting question
2: yeah I, I appreciated it for sure yeah uh, yeah, I, I, I read it first because I didn't want to. I didn't want <laughs> to cry beforehand. and not during. That yeah, yeah.
1: Mean? Man, hey, hey, I didn't get a chance Sorry, to wish you like happy. to Brad or whatever, and then
2: you'd
1: be crying. <laughs> you Here's what you gotta do, Sean. You gotta.
2: Hey, I never got a chance to wish you happy Father's Day. Uh, happy Father's Day to you. Yeah, man. Did you see? Uh, you see Mick Foley what he did yeah, I saw it's pretty cool that was pretty cool there I was thinking about sharing it to the fans I don't know we should sure? let him see what it, let them see, what he's saying. Let that, see.
1: they they find that on cameo is that where they hook that up at
2: uh actually on our Guys Beer sports there as well they can they could totally find that there uh, yeah, I'd just saying how do they get it figured out for uh for themselves
1: no, how did you get to see it? It was.
2: Uh, oh, I ended up seeing it because it was. Yeah, Joanna ended up yeah. uh, setting it up with Cameo there, and yeah. uh, it was Cameo's pretty cool.
1: Cameo is a service that allows that Hey, it's eighteen degrees Celsius and cloudy in your uh, at your house.
2: Yeah, it's starting to get warm. Yeah, yeah. as one of the show, everybody like, like this is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, wow. hear as Sean is Sean. Do not adjust oh. those. Apple. Sorry about that. What was that? He just ended up speaking real loud. <laughs> We're playing it somewhere, but
1: we can't see it. All we can do is see your screen with your background. Oh, that's no good. That won't work. (laughs) Probably just share it to the page.
2: Yeah, let's just do that. So we're going to share it to the page. It's pretty cool. Um, A lot of people don't realize I used to be a professional wrestler back in the day. Never really went anywhere. But uh, for Father's Day... Sean is being... A bit gracious. He
1: was probably he was a you know a high level guy that drew fives of tens of people to the stands. And
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Fijian warrior in his neon green banana hammock and his bicep tassels.
0: Oh.
1: No mask. And uh, just Straight, straight <laughs> fire. I love it. I love it.
2: Oh, my God. Oh,
1: there is a poster somewhere. We'll have to dag it drag it out one day so you can see it. I,
2: I mean, do I'm have sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: not lying at all about Sean's outfit. Sean was a handsome, well-built man back in the day and was not afraid to show it. <laughs>
2: would you be i was in pretty good shape (laughs) Uh, i just i
1: think you know i think the black lace boots were a bit much but (laughs) (laughs)
0: should
1: have been a little more barefoot for my for my liking oh my gosh
2: (laughs) man hey on that note i think uh we're gonna put a a bow on this episode here. Put a neon thong on this episode. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so
1: maybe next time, kids will bring the poster out. You can see a babyface, Sean, in a banana hammock and uh, all of his glory. I think the bicep tassels are my favorite part. That's the thing. Stop it, man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like the male stripper uniform is what Sean looked like when he was wrestling. That's fine. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Flyers Brewery. Always a good time with those folks. So I swoon my balls. Go check the, those folks out, too. Get your groom routine. Um, Point, Sean, always a pleasure. Glad to be me back in the – the, uh, I was going to say back in the throttle. But back on the throttle, back in the saddle. So, you know.
2: Yeah, same this, here,
1: man. Here's to uh, – Championship series is, and uh, we'll talk next week.
2: Absolutely, hey, hey be be good. good, good there I'm we good. go. <laughs> Say it again
0: one more time, Brad. What was that? Be good at it. Righto. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.